Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with a playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hump Day Motivational Show, Thinking Out Loud Conversation with my boy, also a client of mine and also a partner in the community, Mr. DJ Manson Miller with Entertainment to Remember, Inc. Brother, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, man. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing great, wonderful, fantastic, and outstanding all at the same daggone time. Exactly, dog. Well, yo, hello. What's up to everybody out there? My name is DJ Mason Live, or you can call me DJ Manson, which is my homeboy, Brandon Crossley. But DJ Mason Live, entertainment to remember, entertainment to remember.com. You know, so, uh, so Brandon, how are we going to start this off today? What's going on? What are we going to teach the people today? Well, we talk about an open dialogue about business, man. What I, what I've seen with you, um, through all the ups and downs that you've had since the first time that we met, um, you you've grown exponentially. So we, we want to talk a little bit about um, how how your growth has has been coming along and and how, um, if at all, have I uh, affected that or have, have I helped you at all? You know, the thinking forward concept. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of one to talk about, you know, just to start off with. Oh, okay, all right, great then. Well, um, for uh well starting off well, let me tell you a little bit about myself, DJ Mason Live. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. I moved down here to Atlanta five years ago after I graduated college. I wanted to move my DJ company to a much 
bigger city, so that's why I came down here to Atlanta. And I also wrote a book, How Not to Be a DJ But an Entertainer, that is um, basically a book that teaches DJs how to talk on a microphone and really interact with the crowd that they are entertaining. You know, currently right now I'm working on the second, second book and currently just making my company entertainment to remember grow bigger every day. You know, so that's a little bit about me for now, but um, what would we like to talk about specifically? Well, specifically, let's just talk about, uh, I'm going to pull something out real quick. I told you, I told you before we were going to talk about Chapter 10 out of the, the book, and one of the things that I want to talk about is what what's the difference, what makes a person successful? What's the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person when it comes to business? And I kind of want you to give it from your point of view because uh, since I've known you, we've talked a, a lot of times and you, you told me some ups, some downs, and business wasn't moving as quickly as possible. And we talked about some different things that you could implement. And uh, you, you actually did some of those things, and I, I, saw, I saw what happened as a result of that. So I kind of want you to talk about that and the transition you made from 2014 to 2015 and what have you seen that's different. What are different results that you're getting from 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 a business standpoint? Okay, <clears throat> well, for your um for your first question, what's the difference between you know a successful or non-successful person in business? From my experience, I think a lot of that has to do with staying positive. You know, um, a lot of times when you go out for your own, you want to be an entrepreneur. You really want to do things all by yourself and make a name for yourself, make money for yourself. Um, you're going to have a lot of negative things that come your way. You know, it can be anything from your job to, you know, people at your home or, you know, anything, you know, your health, anything, you know. But the main thing that I've realized is you got to stay, you got to stay positive. You know, for, um, for example, and Brandon, you know about this, when I first, when I first put my book out, it was, um, it was going great for a couple of months. And then I had a famous DJ actually write a horrible review about my book on Amazon. And it just completely killed my sales and everything. I wasn't selling like I was selling after I got that review. And it just it just really hurt me and got me down. You know, so I had to realize, okay, what is it that I'm going to do about this? I remember I spoke with you about it, and you kind of taught me how this is a blessing. You know, you told me to be honest, but, um, to be honest with myself. Did you really feel like you rushed the book? Do you really feel like there was a lot of things that, you know, you should have put inside the book that you didn't because you wanted to put it out quickly? And I had to come to terms with myself and realize, you know, I did do that. I did rush this book. There is a lot of things I'm supposed to put inside here. So then instead of looking at it in a negative way, I looked at it in a positive way, like, you know, listen, this is a time for you to revamp your book. You can put it back out, learn all the lessons you learned from the first time you put it out. And everything you learn, so I'm going to use that for the second time you put it out, you know. So um, when it comes to being successful, I think truly deep down inside is going for what's going to make you happy in life, what's going to make you proud of yourself. You know, I remember one time I was watching a motivational video, and they said that if the main focus you have is um, making yourself happy, figuring out what in life is going to make you happy, you have no choice but to succeed. You constantly think about it, and you constantly thinking positive. You know, so that's one piece of advice I would definitely give to people because it is so easy 
to become negative in the world, especially when you're going after what you want to do in life, because you're going to have a lot of people that put you down. You know, it's going to sometimes it's going to be your family, it's going to be your friends, it's going to be whoever you're in a relationship with. You know, sometimes there's people that do it. You know, but it's simple. I mean, they can't see what you can see, so. You got to expect that from them. But it really doesn't matter because as long as you think that it's going to work and you feel deep down in your heart that it will work, then you're, you're going to be totally fine. You know, um, I was just talking now, that's to good. my father. That sounds good. I'm, yeah, I'm oh, yeah, that you know. Real good. I mean, that sounds real good, but what about someone that's listening right now, the people that's listening, and they're saying, well, you know, I'm going after it, you know, but I'm faced with this because – you know, I I remember us having some long conversations, and I remember when you weren't as 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 happy and, and as astounded as you are now, because there's some things that have happened since then that have catapulted where where you're at right now, and you're and you're consistently and constantly growing. So, what would you tell the people? I mean, it's, okay, you say think positive, okay, be positive, have a positive mindset. But when, what about when you have those setbacks, things didn't work out? Because I know for a fact, um, when you talk about that book, um, you know, how, how not to be a DJ but to be an entertainer, about that book, when you got that negative review, it crushed you. And I knew it when I, when I first heard it, when you first called me about it, and I looked at it myself and I read it for myself. And I said, I, don't, I really didn't, I didn't want to hear it from you. I wanted to see exactly what he said. I wanted to make sure you wasn't taking it. And one of the things I always say is, you know, look at a problem for what it is, not worse than it is. So I actually wanted to see it for myself. And then when I saw it, then I could kind of like counsel and tell you, okay, this is what I think, you know. Um, but you were devastated that day. I, I remember exactly what I was doing. I was cutting grass at the time um, when, you gave me, when you gave me that call. That's how memorable that day was. I was cutting grass, and I literally stopped what I was doing to consult you because I knew for a fact that it devastated you that that guy wrote that. And I pulled it up on my phone. I started reading. I was like, wow, you know. And I told you different angles how you could spin that. But what did you feel then or what did you take from the conversation that that that, that took you to the next level? Because I, there's some people that were just, you know, um, I'll throw out one of the things he said. I think I know you're over it and you already know you already got the mindset. But this guy said you should even be writing you know, like, how, you know, I, I, my thing was, like, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? If, if you feel negative about something, that's one thing. But to say what someone else is not supposed to do, I, I thought that was kind of harsh. But I was able to pick you up on that. So tell me how you got from that point to where you're at now. And you're thinking totally different. Want to talk about that transition? Um, let's see here. I mean, how did I transcend from there to then? I just... um. I, you know, I just took everything. I just try to have a positive outlook on everything that happened. You know, from when, um, from when that happened, it just motivated me to work harder on the book. To you know, and inspire me to come up with new ideas for the book, new and refreshing ideas for the book that I can, you know, I can put out. And the biggest difference between now and then is that. I don't, you know, is that I don't care exactly what that what that person says. You know, you, I mean, when you go off a business on your own, you have to learn to stop caring about what other people think about you or your business, Why? unless it's something Why? that is like specific, like you're not professional enough, or 
maybe you need to upgrade on this equipment or material using. But if it's just like, but if it's just something negative, and I'm not speaking about anything that you really can do, or it's just imaginary problems, you're gonna have to learn to stop caring what other people think. You you have to learn. You're gonna have to start having some tough skin. I want you. To, I'm sorry. Say that again. Why. I want you to give the, the the why to that because the 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 reason why why you don't care. I, I want to know why you don't care. And I don't know if you I don't know if you remember why I told you why you shouldn't care what other people think. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember what I told you that day? Wait. Let's say. Wait. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I said, do you do you remember what I told you? Because I, I told you the same thing. I told you it doesn't matter. I said you don't you shouldn't care about what other people say. And I don't know if you remember exactly what I told you that day about that. Why you shouldn't care? And this, um, I, mean, I, this, I, 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 I remember? may not remember off the I may not remember off the top of my head. I just know that when you stop caring about what other people think, you start going further in life. You know, because it it moves out the all that stress that you have inside your head. You know, you get to have you get the chance to have an open mind to a lot more things. You know, because when you're not thinking negative, when you're not thinking about what other people think of you, you can do a lot more. And I mean, and that is a problem I suffer from my entire life, constantly worrying about what other people think of me. And once I got to the point where I stopped caring about that, boy, life started getting a lot better. You know, my eyes started opening. I started smiling more. My brain was free. You know, it just gave me more opportunity and more ideas to go after what I wanted to do in life. You know, so that, I mean, that's definitely one piece of advice I give to people. Please do not care what other people think because you're just wasting your time. Regardless of whether they think negative or positive, they're going to think. It is nothing you can do about that, and you will never be perfect in their eyes. All you can do is try to be perfect in your own eyes. Woo! Man, that's, that, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. You you weren't talking like this months ago, man. Oh my God, that's that's phenomenal, dude. Hey, check this out. One of the advice that I would give you, and I gave him that day, and he touched on it a little bit about the reason why you shouldn't care. I don't care what situation you're going through, how bad it is, what doesn't. You shouldn't care about what other people think about you, because nine times out of ten, the only way that they can think something about you is because you're doing something. And that's that's that's, that's rule number one. No one can critique you. Or tell you that you're doing. No one could critique you that day and tell you that your book was bad or your book was good if you never wrote the book. So why should you care either way? Because if you start taking people's opinion in heavier than what, like, let's say, let's say that you know somebody's real close to me, like my brother. My brother could tell me that I'm doing real good. I, I hold my brother in high regard, but he's different. But if I start holding everyone in the same regard, I regard my brother. Then guess what? then their opinion means a lot more. So when if they say that I'm doing good, oh, yeah, man, I'm doing good. Then if they tell me I suck, then guess what? Now my morale is totally down. So I have to treat other people that's not as close to me in a, in a different way. I gotta treat, you got to treat people differently on the outside. So when the outside people start telling you you're real good, yeah, celebrate for 24 hours, keep it moving, get back to work, get back in the lab and start working. So, but you know, you know, you gotta take those things because at the end of the day, if you're not doing nothing, no one's gonna ever critique you or say anything about you. You know, a guy's gonna say exactly. that does not have a that, that does not have a book out. That's the key to it. Yeah, he might be somewhat known in 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 the in, in the uh, upper state, wherever wherever in the world he's from. I forgot where he's from now. Wherever he's hey, from, New York he's or something. Yeah. New York, you know, big big mouth New Yorker. 
you know, talking, just talking that game, whatever like that. And he was speaking someone else's stuff. Well, do you have a book? You know, because I, if you remember the conversation, I, I wanted to go at him like that, like you know, I understand your concern, I understand what you're saying, but you didn't have to do it so negative. You know, there's there's a way exactly. of giving that criticism in a in, in a positive way and say, hey, look, you might want to revisit this, or even you know, you have an author's page, he could have got in contact with you if he wanted to help you, but instead of trying to help you, he's just trying to bring you down. And those are people you got to be mindful of when it comes to business and in life. Those are things you've got to be constantly mindful of. Um, so that's something that I wanted to share with the people. And also, one of the biggest things that I find that a lot of people's problems is, and this comes right out of Chapter 10 of the book, is the number six rule um, in Chapter 10, and it talks about, you know, successful people associate themselves with other successful people while unsuccessful people associate themselves with unsuccessful people. And I and I and I referenced that from a childhood friend, um, when I was growing up in Charleston, his mom used to say association she always said this, that branding association brings on a simulation. She always used to constantly perpetuate that to me. Association brings on a simulation. Say and she didn't say it as nicely as that. It was the following words she would say after that. But basically she said if you hang around a certain type of people that their that their attributes, their ways, their thinking will eventually become yours. Because I don't care how strong you think you are, who you associate yeah. with is who you will be. You can look at your, your five friends in your circle and pretty much determine your where you're at, you know, and guarantee who you're hanging around is most likely where your income is at. Um, at some point in time because that's your reference route. You know what I'm saying? So all these things are important when it comes to business. And tonight we're just having an open chat because we don't want, you know, our 2015 to look like our 2014. And I've seen you grow. I've seen Entertainment to Remember grow. And I'm seeing this book getting ready to come back, come out again. And I'm getting, I know you're going to work on the second book. So you got a lot of stuff moving and shaking, man. And I'm going to say, you know, publicly on the air that I'm proud of you where you started to where you're at now. Oh, I appreciate it, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, to the people out there, you have to really constantly keep going. And it's just like Brandon just explained, you have to look at the people that you're hanging around. Because even the simple fact of how I met Brandon was actually through another friend of mine. I have a um, friend of mine, Carlton Britt. He's a major sales consultant. And um, before then, before he told me about motivational speeches, I never really listened to him. I always read books, but I never cared to listen to motivational speeches online. So he had me start listening to motivational speeches, found out that Les Brown was coming to Atlanta. I was like, you know, I want to go someplace where there's like-minded minds that is like me. And when I went to the Les Brown conference, that's how I ended up meeting you, you know. And then, you know, once I met Brandon, I started realizing, okay, this is what people are talking about when you have to start surrounding yourself with people that are trying to do the same thing that you're doing or is already doing it. You have to surround yourself. So then once I met Brandon, Brandon basically pushed me a lot to go farther, to go harder than what I was doing. The major thing that he really pushed me on was getting a website. You know, I blab, blab, I talk, talk all day about, you know, yeah, I got to get the website up. I got to get the website up. And every week, every every month, every month, I'm constantly saying I got to get the website up. 
Brandon says, "Listen, I'm tired of you saying that you need to get the re- and you need to get your website up. Why don't you just go out and do it?" Well, I really don't know how to do that. I don't even know how to take the first step. Listen, you can go to this place, Wix.com. I challenge you to get your website done in 48 hours, which I thought was ridiculous. I don't know if this is a rated R show, so I'm going to watch my mouth and everything. But um, I just thought it was completely ridiculous. I'm like, this man must be bonkers. He must be crazy. I can't do a damn website in 48 hours. I already work a full-time job. How am I going to make time to do this? But he gave me the challenge, and me being the person that I am, I'm not the type of person to shy away from a challenge. So I took the challenge, and I actually shocked myself when I actually finished the website, and I think it was – 44 hours, maybe 45 hours, because, you know, he actually showed me the shot clock. It was counting down, sending me texts. I knew I had to get it done, and I ended up getting it done. And after I got done with the website, that's when the company just started to bloom, and I just started to realize how much more work that I have to do online. But if Brandon would have never pushed me that minute, that hour, that day, I may be still today saying to myself, I got to get my website up. And that's why it all depends on the people you hang around. Sometimes you got to get pushed. People that don't believe in your dream is not going to push you. You know what I'm saying? If they don't believe in what you're trying to do, they're not going to push you to do better. They're going to give you excuses why it's not going to work so you can stay exactly where they're at. But if you hang around like-minded people, you hang around people that are doing the same thing that you're doing, not only are they going to help you, they're going to push you. You know what I'm saying? They may, they may even get you angry at times. But if you want to be successful, you got to learn to take criticism. You got to learn to push yourself. You got to learn to take advice. You got to learn when to open your mouth and when to shut the H-E-L-L up and listen. You know, so um, that's about yeah, all I got to say about that right there. <laughs> Woo! Exactly. That, hey, hey I, I've watched you, man. You, you've grown significantly um just in a matter of a month, and just remember that our our radio show now is streaming also on iTunes. You can look at us on iTunes as well. So with that being said, man, um, it's about a, a lot there. And I remember just about all the conversations um, that we that we had. And one of one of the things I said to you that day about the website, I told you I said, "What's getting in your way is your butt," you know. And I don't mean the butt that you sit on. I'm talking about your butt. Well. I was going to do this, but I got a full-time job. I was going to do this, but I'm this. Or I'm too busy. And I, I'm like, well, you, if the person tells me that they're too busy, I'm always going to ask them, how many hours in the day? And usually they tell me 24 hours. Everyone knows that. So I said, how many minutes are in the day? And usually the conversation draws quiet. And that's what happens to you. I said, how many minutes are in the day? You didn't know that. Yep. I said, well, how many nope. seconds are in the day? You didn't know that either. So I said, why don't you find out how many minutes are in the day? You know how many hours, find out how many minutes of a day, and then start calibrating, okay, what am I going to do? Start putting yourself on a schedule. And, I mean, like, there's going to be times, and, I mean, you've had those times in 2014 where things were a little tight, things were a little hard. You find yourself in a situation where you didn't want to be in, you had to do things you didn't want to do, and now you see yourself growing. And the key to it is not necessarily that every, every business owner Every person that walks the face of the earth, you're going to have your trials and tribulations. You're going to have your days that you're up. You're going to have your days that you're down. But it's a matter of having balance in that and saying, well, you know what, I'm going through this. 
you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, we all have those crazy thoughts, you know, when life just really starts beating us up. You know, and I always talk about the championship bout because, you know, sometimes life can really hit you hard and you're getting older, you're not where you want to be at, things happening, things falling apart, people not supporting you the way that you want them to support you, and then you just, you just everything feels like it's collapsing on you. But it's at that time where you got to reach deep, and I mean really, 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 really deep inside and, and really know your purpose and know what you're going after. Because let me tell you something. You can be, in the words of John C. Maxwell, he said, you can be successfully wrong. There's a lot of people that are successful at what they do, but it does not necessarily mean that it's their purpose. You can be successfully wrong. So when you dig deep and you find your purpose, the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in is going to help support you. And I found that out even more as I went through some trials and tribulations myself, and there's some things that opened up my eyes to things that I need to move towards and also, you know, don't accept uh, no and don't accept free. You know, those two things I, I was in 2015, I, I just stopped accepting. I'm not going to accept people telling me no. I'm not going to accept me doing stuff for free. Um, it is not to be mean, but you got to understand that you, you gotta, you're in a business. And, I mean, like your business is, is a lot like mine where we our, our main effort is off of review, off of us doing work getting to a certain venues and being able to perform. So it's a very hard business and to the point where we talked about where you're trying to get to the point where you work your – and that, that's not something that's easy. A lot of people want to work themselves out of a job, but you can't complain if you never seek other opportunities. And what I mean by that, um, you could easily say, well, dude, I have a full-time job. I don't have time to do this. So when are you going to have time? Because, you know, one of the chapters in the book, we talked about perpetual time syndrome is thinking that you have an unlimited time. And my brother was on the show uh, back in 2014 where he talked about, he gave the, the story about the demons and devil and how they trick people to believe that they have an unlimited time. And those same, that same philosophy, just believing that you have an unlimited time to get things accomplished, is going to, that's, that's what will tear you down in business and tear you down in life. You don't have an unlimited time. You just don't. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, so you got to. That, and that's true because, you know, you, you got to think about it. When, when you think that you have an unlimited time, okay, well, I'm working this time or this time. I'm on a salary job. I got to do this. I got to do this. Okay, someone brings up for this opportunity, you know, opportunity, that's the opportunity meeting at 7 o'clock. Well, you're too tired to go to the opportunity meeting at 7 o'clock. How many opportunities will keep passing up? Now, I'm not saying that every opportunity comes your way is something you're supposed to jump on, but if you're trying to change your station in life, you're going to have to be willing to do certain things. And, I mean, you sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit of sleep, not to sacrifice, not, you know, not just kick your feet up on a Saturday. I'm not calling anybody's name out, Manson, uh, sitting out there eating a, a little season pizza every Saturday with the feet kicked up instead of working on what they say that they're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the discipline that you got to have. Um, you can't, can't say that if you don't have any money. I, I, I figured that one out, too. Um, people say, well, I just don't have the money to do it. Well, find the money to do it, you know? And, and I mean, like, if really, if that's what you're supposed to do, somehow it works out that way. And I, I'm, I, can, I can just share countless stories of, of times where I, and at, I didn't have the money to do it, but somehow it worked out to my favor. Um, and it happens every time, you know, every single time. I, I, can't, I, I, I can't explain it, but I can't 
but I can't explain it. I can't explain Ooh, it. It's just, woo, it is, it's just powerful that how things line up, no matter what you're going through. Um, for those that listened to the last show, I shared a lot of what I'm going through um, on that previous show and talked about that and just put it out there. But then in the midst of going through all those things, still have not stopped, still being persistent, still being consistent. And guess what? I'm still making progress despite the setback. And that's what's most important. And that's what people, they don't believe in themselves enough to keep on pushing when times get hard. When times get hard, doesn't mean that it's not for you. It just means that are you willing to go through it to get to the next level? What lessons are you supposed to learn? I learned this a couple of weeks ago, literally. And I didn't, at first, I kind of didn't, I didn't understand it, but I understand it today. I understand it, you know, uh, last week when I, when I had this last show. And this older gentleman, he's about 62 years old, and he told me, he said, you are in life where you're supposed to be. And I looked at him at first. I said, nah, 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 that's not right. I said, you know, there's certain decisions that you made that could alter that or whatever, whatever. He said, no, listen to me. He said, you are in life. Where you're at is where you're supposed to be. Where you're supposed to be. Not saying that that's altering your purpose or what you're supposed to do in life. But whatever you're supposed to go through from certain things, you got to go through certain trials, tribulations, setbacks, successes, happiness, sadness. There's certain, there's certain things you got to go through in order to get, we can look back at time just for a second and look back at all the successful people. We have seen that they shared similar setbacks, struggles on their way to getting to their purpose, on their way to what they would consider success or what they considered as winning. But it's a matter of not giving up in the midst of the storm. I always say this. Why go 75% through a desert when you're 25% more that you can reach the oasis and turn your butt around and go the opposite direction? Would you do that in a marathon? Would you do that in a race? No, you wouldn't because you know you're never going to reach the finish line if you're going back. But if you know if you keep going at 25% more, you're going to reach the finish line. So don't give up. And, I mean, this is, like I said, this this is just real talk for real people just this is just me laying on the line and just being honest and trying to be transparent with you guys and say, look, there's going to be some difficulties. What are you going to do with the difficulties? And I know it's easier said than it is. easy to say it's not what happens to you. It's a matter of how you handle what happens to you. It's easier said than done, but it's true. It's a true philosophy in life. It doesn't matter what happens to you. It's all in how you handle it. And I've learned that to have to practice what I preach going through what I'm currently going through to take me to the next level. Because I'm like, dang, it, it's hard to, to, to do this. You know, it's easy to say it, but it's harder to do it. And that's what, that's the way life is phased up. And we I call it the mysteries of the mind. No one knows why it's that way. No one knows that when you get in an alignment with your purpose, why is it that things happen to set you back? Who knows? Maybe it's that life testing see if you really want it that bad. I don't know. I mean, you go crazy trying to figure it out. Don't try to go figure it out. My The, the meaning of life, to me, is, and some people may agree with me, and that's okay. That's fine. I said it times in the book. That's fine. So you not to agree with me. I think that life is not meant to be understood. It's meant to be experienced. If you learn to master yourself, then you can master everything else around you. 
but you got to master yourself. And how you master yourself is taking time with yourself. And sometimes you got to get, you got to be placed in a position where you're forced to get to know yourself just a little bit better. Because oftentimes we think we know ourselves, but then we find out something new about ourselves every single day. And that may sound weird to some people, like, what do you mean you don't know? A lot of us don't know ourselves. Like, we think we know ourselves. We have tendencies. We, we have things that we do and act upon subconsciously that we don't know. We, we, we might be a, a butthole and don't even know it. We think that we're cool. We think that, you know, we're all right. But there's certain things you got to get to know yourself. And you got to know, know the way you are and how people interact with you based on the way that you act or the way that you come yeah. off the people. See what I'm saying? And, and yeah. that is what makes a difference in business and in your personal life. Because you may think you don't have a problem because everything is cool and copacetic with you, but you never see the way in which other people see. And that's very important yeah. in business because you lose business behind it, and it's very important yeah. in your personal life because you lose friends and you lose family behind it. That is very true, man. That That, that is very true. And, you know, that's one thing that um, I try to tell people a lot is somebody, this is the difference, you know, it's one thing is somebody that loves you, tells you something over and over, and if it's someone that doesn't even know you and tell you something over and over, those people, that person, you can say, okay, I don't have to listen to that person. But if you have somebody that loves you, that's somebody that's in your circle, bring people around you, and they tell you something over and over about yourself, it may be about time for you to be quiet and listen to what they're saying about you because it can't do nothing but make you better. You know, that's the one thing that I had to realize about myself is, you know, if other people are telling you this and they're telling you the same thing over and over, maybe you should actually try what they're doing because it can't hurt It can't hurt you. It can't hinder you. And if these people love you, they're not going to tell you something that can hurt you. So, you know, go with it. It's just like you said, you know, you have to really know yourself and most times, a lot of people don't know themselves. You know, they try to, you know, they think of themselves of one way, and sometimes they're completely the opposite. You know, but you have to listen to other people when they talk about you. You have to listen to other people when they tell you something about yourself. Because even if it's something that you don't like, you know, it may be something that can help you out down the line that you would have, you know, you would have never thought about. One thing that I had to realize about myself was that I was shy. I never, I always knew that I was shy, but I never knew what things that I was actually shy about to other people told me, you know, other people would invite me to places, invite me to go out and everything. I would usually see, say, no, I got to do this and I got to do that or whatever. I would always make up excuses why I can't, why I couldn't go, you know, and I realized that, yo, you're super shy of going out. You are really shy about being, about meeting other people about meeting you new people and that's what's keeping you behind. You know, every time you're saying you got something to do and you're canceling on these people, these are opportunities that can take your company or your personal life to the completely next level. And you're missing them because you you know what I'm saying, you don't want to realize about um, this about yourself. You know, one other thing that I like to tell people too is once you get to the point where you start knowing yourself, you start knowing a lot of your strengths and you start learning some of your weaknesses you can willingly admit this to yourself that, okay, I have a problem with this. I have a problem with that. 
start working on it. And I don't mean just working on it by thinking about it or talking to other people out. Go get a book about it. Go get a video about it. They have so many things online now that, you know, would teach you how to better yourself. It is amazing. You know, figure out your weakness. Conquer your weakness. It's, you know, it it is simple as that. Figure out your weakness and conquer it. You know, one of the other weaknesses that I realized about myself was um, I was too nice to people. I cared too much about what other people thought about me, you know? So I said to myself, okay, you know you have a problem about this. You know you have a serious problem about this because you have done this ever since you was a kid. What are we going to do to work on it? I started buying books on it. I started watching videos on it. Next thing you know, I started figuring out why Why is it that I was shy? Why is it that I, um, I cared about what other people thought about me? Once I figured that out and took my company, my personal life, my mindset, to a whole new another level, you know? So that's one thing I tell people, please figure out your weakness and conquer it. Cause once you get to that point where you don't have any weaknesses anymore, I mean, regardless of what, as a human being, you're going to have some type of weak uh, weaknesses. But once you get to that point where you start conquering your weaknesses, you're going to realize you can do anything. There's nothing inside your head that's going to tell you, you cannot do this. All those negative ideas, all those negative aspects that always creep into your mind every time you want to do something, you're going to start realizing they're going to start going away. You're going to start realizing your mindset is completely changing. You know, one thing that I realize about myself right now that has changed is that I have better control of my mind and my emotions. Like I can literally tell myself, you know what, you're thinking really negative right now. You are going into a bad mood right now. So let's stop it right now. Think of something positive. Think of something that makes you happy Happy, and stop this negative thinking right there. And once I realized that I had the power to do that, I had the power to realize when I was thinking negative and to stop it right then and there, boy, 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 that's what really took my life, my personal life, my company to the next level. You know, people, you got to understand, your mind is so powerful it is not even fun. You cannot play with your mind. You cannot, you can't even take chances with your mind. You can't play around with it. Take it serious. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of times we think that we know how to constantly think positive. We or we sometimes think that we know that um, we're in control of our mind. But even the most wisest people in the world, even some of the best philosophers in the world, you know, don't have 100% control of their mind. But the simple fact that they have some control over the mind and their thinking, that's the, that's the difference between a successful person and not a successful person. It's a, as simple as that. It's your, you know what I'm saying? It's your thinking and applying it to your personal life. that take you to a whole other level. I mean, at least it, it has with me because I had a big problem with thinking negative. And once I conquered that weakness about myself, which is one thing I had to realize, like, Manson, you're too negative. When you got opportunities thrown at you, you're thinking too negative. Man, so come out to this party with me. Come out to this um, entrepreneur meeting with me. No, I can't do it. I have to do this and that. But deep down inside my mind, I'm thinking to myself, there's nobody there that can help me out. There's nobody there that's going to need a DJ. There's nobody there that I can learn something from. I put on, I, used to, I, mean, I was always used to putting all that out there when somebody asked me to do something. Once I started changing that, I started saying to myself, when somebody invited me to something, if I have the time, 
I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to it because you never know who you might meet. You never know who you're going to meet inside there. And since I've been doing that, I tell myself this. Every single time I go somewhere, every time I'm invited out somewhere and I go somewhere, there's at least one person in that room that you need to meet. You just need to figure out who it is. And once you find out who that person is, by then you don't met five, six people that could probably help you. As simple as that. It's always somebody out there that you need to be talking to or you need to meet. So once I changed up that thinking, I started thinking like that. There's always somebody out there regardless of where you're going. Dude, since then, all kinds of opportunities have come my way. Simple as that. Exactly. Exactly. Most people are not willing to to, to go through the pains of stretching. All right, we got a caller that wants to come on. uh, Last four, eight, four, two, three. Caller, you are now live on the radio. Um, hello everyone. This is Brianna. Um, my I have a question, and my question is, what are the most hardships you will face as face as a business person, and how can you su- be a successful person in, in your business? How can you, if you're just start, now get, starting out, how can you? Yeah. I didn't hear the first part how, how of the question. Huh? I didn't hear the we didn't we didn't hear the first part of the question. Um, my first part of the question was, what what are the most hardest things you will face in becoming a a business person? What are going to be the, hard, the hardest challenges? Okay. Um. Well, yeah, this you, my you understand what she's saying, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, I understand what she's saying. From from my point of view, uh, Brianna, where are you calling from, Brianna? Detroit. Detroit. Okay. Um, Donna, what, what I, one of the hardest things I struggled with is, you know, when you first start, I always am talking about the concept in the book is, you know, you got to see the, you got to see the, the tree before when everyone is looking at the seed, uh, if that makes sense to you. And what I mean by that is, you know, you plant, you plant the seed, you plant the seed and, supposed to grow into a tree, but in order for, and you got to see the tree before it even comes to fruition, the hardest thing is to go through your business or go through life and people don't see your vision or see your tree, and it's, you know, Steve Jobs said it best, he said it's the people that think differently that truly make a difference and, and take their lives, their business lives in the professional life to the next level. Um, and kind of caveat earlier what you talked about, Manson, about the personal life. I mean, I, I believe strongly that your personal life plays a big part in your business life. Zig Ziglar said that a uh, long time ago as well. Um, God bless his soul. But your 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 business life uh, plays a very intricate part in your personal, and your personal plays a very intricate part on, on your business. So I think the biggest challenge is just having the vision. I mean, having a vision sometimes, you know, it's hard to have when you're up against so many things. Um, Mance, I know you may have a different point of view on, on that question. Um, let's see. I say what that question is, um, you know, one of the hardest things I found with myself with trying to be successful in business was staying consistent. That was my that was my main problem right there. It was hard for me to stay consistent with doing 
the same thing every day with um, looking over everything that I got to do with the company every day. It was hard for me to stay consistent. So um, what I did, why that is, I started getting me a daily calendar, you know, um, a yearly calendar, a yearly calendar book. So I wrote down every single thing that I had to do every single day. And at the end of the day, I would look over everything that I got done. I would look over everything that I didn't get done. Everything that I didn't get done, I would put it on to the next day. And I would keep it going like that. Sometimes I had something I was supposed to do three weeks ago, but I'm still pulling, putting it down that I have to do it every single day. So, you know, one of the hardest things is was being consistent. That once you got to the point where I was very consistent inside the business, then it was able to soar off. After that, it started to become easy. That's one thing y'all got to realize. Whatever's hard right now, eventually it's going to be easy because you do it so much that now it's nothing to you. When you first started doing it, it took you an hour to do it. Now it takes you two to three minutes to do it. You know, so, I mean, staying consistent, that was the hardest. And, you know, that's the one thing that I worked on to, you know, take my company to the next level. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start in order to be great. Um, even when it comes <laughs> yes. to speaking, radio show, you, you know, I'm telling you that. You know, you don't you don't even have to be good. <laughs> you can literally suck at what it is you're trying to do. But if you do it long enough and, and you're just very consistent and persistent at it, eventually you're going to get good at it and eventually you won't get great at it, then you're going to be one of the best at it. But it just takes time. It's not something that happens um, overnight. And that's that's another struggle uh, with me is that I want things to happen quickly. Um, even to where I'm at right now, um, I'm not content, which is a good thing. I'm not, I'm not complacent. Um, but I think I should be a lot further than I'm at. But also I look at the people that's in my industry and, you know, how long they've been in the industry but how do you expect to get to their level overnight or, or in a matter of a year at, at doing something? Um, literally getting ready to go over a year that I really decided to professionally come out as a speaker, author, and all these things. So, you know, how do you expect it to happen overnight? And I think that when people, and at least myself I can say, that when I don't see things happening right away, it starts making me think that I, that I, that I didn't that I didn't, I'm not winning or I'm failing at it, but I had to come to that realization that it's not that I'm failing, it's, that, it's just that I have to continue to grow and, and growing in every aspect of my life, not just business, but uh, my personal life as well to, to make sure I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to, to do and to make sure that my family's taking care of and do all these things and then having that, that balance. So that was one of the hardest things, you know, for me, um, is getting that starting to get that balance because you can be absorbed with something so much that you lose sight of it, you know. And that that may sound crazy, but it's almost like you get in a book, you're reading a book, but you have to be a certain distance away from the book. But if you put that book too close, you can't focus. You know, the words start getting blurry. If you put that page, if you put that book right in front of you, right there in your face, like I got this book in my face right now, the words get blurry, but as it as it goes away, your eyes start to focus again. So you can't be absorbed with with this one thing. You have to have balance, um, complete balance in everything that you do, business, your personal life, um, if you got a career. It's all you got to have balance in each and every one of those things. you got to make sure you're giving enough time. And I talk about that in the book, talking about 
people that give 90% and 90% for one thing and 2% and everything else. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm call myself the, the motivational king. But at the same time, I am a man. I, even I'm subject to make mistakes. I make mistakes constantly and I, at writing, writing it and talking about it and knowing it but practicing it is another thing because, like I said, it's easy to talk about these things, these subjects that we talk about. It's even harder to actually do it. Um, and, you know, I, I too, I, I can talk about being a 90%er because for my mo- most majority of my adult life, I've been a 90%er. When I was in the military, I was 90%er. I spent 90% of my time concentrating on my career. And that's all I did. And everything else, you know, fell to the wayside. I was 2% in everything else. And even even in business, when I got into business, I've always been a 90%er. Always got 90% of my time tied up in my business and 2% for everything else. And that that's like a, a trail to failure. Um, things won't line up because you don't have the balance you need for Brianna. I hope that answers your question. Um, but you gotta have you gotta have balance. You gotta have vision, and you gotta be consistent. And, and those are those are the fundamental things that will lead you uh, to success. But you know, most people, um, and this is in chapter ten, most people are not willing to go through the pains of stretching. And that's where we lose a lot of people that can do some great things in this world because, you know, when you decide or you declare that you can do something that's a little different than what most people are willing to do, um, it hurts. I mean, that, that's all food. It, it hurts. They're not willing to go through the uncomfortable pain to be successful. I mean, it's very, it gets very uncomfortable. Man, I know you, you, know, you can talk about that, uh, but it gets very uncomfortable Chasing your dreams. I mean, you're not going to become, I promise you, I assure you. I mean, I got t shirt, the sweater. I even got matching underwear and socks to tell you this. Like, I'm telling you, when you're going for something great, when you're going for something bigger than yourself, when you have a purpose, it's so much that will come against you. It's very uncomfortable. But you being uncomfortable is a real good sign that it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. Because Nothing lasts forever. Pain doesn't last forever. Suffering doesn't last forever. Success doesn't last forever. All these things are just, you know, you have your time, you have your peak, you have your valley. You have your peak, you have your valley. It's the person that understands that you're going to have peaks, you're going to have valleys, and not every day is going to be the same. Not every day you're going to be a celebration. I don't care if you're the guy on Wall Street or you're the guy pushing a buggy. You know, the guy that's pushing a buggy, he has good days and he has bad days. The guy on Wall Street making thousands, if not millions of dollars of transactions. He's having his good days. He's also having his bad days. That's that's what we call life. That's life. And when you come to the realization that that's going to happen, it perpetuates you closer to your purpose and your dreams. He's like, there's certain things that's not meant to be understood, but yet to be experienced. Um, and that's life. Life is meant to be experienced, not, not understood. I think no one can truly say that they understand life. But before you can really get a good idea of life, you're gone. So one thing we can do is, is read books, and that's one of the things I talk about in, in, in becoming, who you should, becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are is, is that it's, it's ludicrous to me that we're in the age of information, have books and literature that can talk about issues and stuff that we're going through, we don't pick up a book. When I have an issue with something, I have a tendency of just reading about it, trying to figure out how, how can I get better at solving that problem, and also seeking help. I seek help not because I'm weak. I seek help because I want to remain strong. That's one of the biggest downfalls, the pitfalls of people 
is that they're afraid to seek help. And that's something that I had to overcome myself as a business owner and in my personal life is seeking help to get help with issues that I have in order or I'm going to stay where I'm at. Simple as that, Brianna. Um, it's simple as that. Either you're going to solicit help or you're going to continue to stay where you're at. And early, and I don't want to confuse people, when, we were, when you were early, you talking about listening to what other people say, listening to what the right people say. And I come to everything you do with associate, who you're associating with. If you're associating with like-minded people, then they can stop you in your track and tell you where you're, where you're deviating off and can get back in alignment. Not listen to everyone, everyone's opinion. Every, you know, everyone's opinion of you doesn't really matter. You've got to make sure the right people are giving you the right information. And, you know, that, 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 that's definitely success is when preparation meets opportunity. You know, you've got to be prepared for it. And I always give you accolades for this, um, you know, Manson, because you, uh, when we actually went to that Les Brown event, this joker was actually uh, on point that he wrote a book already. And at the time, you know, if you recall, my book, I, I think I told you I wrote four chapters of my book. It's that. I don't even remember yeah. how, even if I had that at that time. But I give you accolades because you showed up with your book and you actually took a picture with Les Brown with your book. You know what I'm saying? Les Brown, if you got your stuff there, I mean, he's going to endorse you. You know, he take pictures with you. He don't care. You know, he, he so basically he endorsed your book. That's something that you yep. put on your website, promote your book on your uh, on your um, Amazon author page. That's something that you can put there. That, so, you know, you were prepared. The opportunity came your way, and you were successful. That's another thing that I had to battle in 2014, was that the opportunities were coming, but I was not prepared for them. And you don't, I don't want to find myself in 2015 being in a situation where so I'm preparing myself for when opportunities come and I can capitalize on that. When then I capitalize on that, then I'm successful at that. And I'm not spending all my time just concentrating on the book that's too close to me that I can't understand. You, you got you to gotta take yourself out of the picture sometimes and ask for help. If you're not strong with something, Tiana, or whoever's on the call, who's ever on the radio show tonight, if you're not strong with something, solicit help with somebody that is. That only makes sense. You know, get help and know what other people's strengths are, and then where you're weak at, you can either learn from them if you want to do it yourself or have them do it for you. I learned, I learned definitely 2014, I'm not good at video. I'm not good at video editing. I'm not, you know, I can make videos all day. I'm not good at video editing. I'm not good at video and all this picture stuff and website and all that stuff. I'm not good at it. So it would be best for me to find someone to either teach me it or someone that can uh, do it for me. And I just choose to have other people do it for me versus me wasting my time and I need to concentrate on what I need to concentrate on, get get off of it and, and concentrate on other things in my life. Because there's more to life than just this, more to life than just one thing. You have to have... Uh, a well balance of all things in your life to to, to be balanced and to be successful because you can be and that, I mean this goes this kind of goes into the next book uh, is uh, winning a race worth losing the second for the post of power and position and what that's talking about is you running you know you going for something that you think is really worth it and at the end all the trade offs because in life you have to make trade offs you have to make blue cost sacrifices. Those sacrifices are things that you're sacrificing, meaning you're giving up something of lesser value, so you believe 
get something of higher value. Well, oftentimes what we see, and at least in this country for the most part, is that people make a lot of these trade-offs, and then they get in their 40s and their 50s and their 60s, they're successful professionally, but then in their process, they don't know their significant other, they don't know, they barely know their kids, they, they've been apart, you know, all these things happen. So you got to have balance, and that, and that kind of goes right into the book, and I'm, I'm going in-depth talking about the same things that I've experienced in my 10 and a half tenure in the military, you know what I'm saying, not not being in my children's life that I want to be because I'm worried about career. I'm saying doing CQ 24 hours um, in Afghanistan for 15 months. I'm here for seven months. I'm here for six months, and at no point in time do I think, hey, is this is this a problem? Is this something that I'm putting too much emphasis on my career? Maybe I need to change it up. Maybe I need to do something different. Maybe I need to really find out what my purpose is here, or am I just wasting my time? Um, and that's some kind of things. There's a lot of other things I'm going to talk about in this up and coming book. So I hope that helps you out, uh, Brianna. Um, in answering your question, I'm going to put you back on real quick. You had a lot of background noise earlier, so make sure that you sit someplace quiet. Um, we want to make sure that uh, we answered your question. Oh, she might not come on. We have a little technical difficulty. So, man, do you have anything to add yeah. to that? <clears throat> um, no, no. I think you pretty much got the the um the basis of it all. You know, it's just all about like you know, in my opinion, just constantly. Staying consistent, staying positive with whatever you would like to, whatever you would like to do in life, you know, and constantly try to meet new people. And it's like you said, you know, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Find out what your weakness is. You know, I had a problem with writing. That's why I had to get a lot of help with the um, with the book. You know, figure out your weakness and conquer it. It's simple as that. It'll be one weakness after another. Sooner or later. You'll be feeling like I have no weaknesses. And once you feel like you don't have any weaknesses, you're unstoppable. You're on your way. You're being successful. You know, I think a lot of times a lot of people are so worried about, you know, um, trying to be successful. I want to be successful. The one thing I have realized with everything that I've done, you know, learning from you, Brandon, listening to motivational speeches, the one thing that I've learned is, if you're going after what you're doing in life, you know, if you're making an effort to go after what you really want in life, you are being successful. You may not be successful yet, but you're de- you're definitely being successful. You're on your way to becoming successful. You know, and once you realize that about yourself, it just it just makes it all easier for you. It makes it all easier for you. But that's just one You're thing on I have to your say way. About it. That's all. You're on your way. You're on your way to becoming who you should be despite who you are today. Last four, nine, four, nine, four. Carla, you are on the radio. Well, hello, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing great, fantastic, and wonderful. How are you? All at the same time. I'm super fantastic. And um, <laughs> hello, DJ. <laughs> hello. Um, my question is for both of y'all, and um, Brandy know who this is, so. Basically, um, just as Brandy was saying about his career, so basically my question for both of you all, how do you balance your career versus your professional life? 
You want to hit that first, Manson, or what? Okay, I can, yeah, I can hit that one first. I didn't know if you were finna come in with that. Okay, and how to balance your um your personal life with your um with your business, with your um uh, career. Mm. I will honestly tell you, in my opinion, that I am not the best person to ask that about. Because <laughs> I have lived a bachelor I'm thirty one now and I have lived a bachelor life my entire Life, that's all I know. So, you know, and I've always just had, like, you know, my 100% into my career, and I would have a relationship, but the relationship would never be more important than my uh, my company. But currently now in life, now that I'm older, I am realizing that um, I'm going to have to balance out my career with my relationship because you, you have to have a relationship. You don't have to have a relationship, but – you have to have some type of balance to it. So, Brandon, maybe you could also give me some advice on how do you balance your career and your relationship? Because believe me, a bachelor is not going to be able to tell you. Uh, well, I'm going to be um, I'm going to be honest, um, and I'm going to speak from a, a, an expert point of view. And when I say expert, meaning that I don't I don't know. Because um, a lot of people don't know what expert means. Because uh, you expert, meaning that you went through a lot of a lot of stuff, so now you, you you potentially have the experience. Um, so I'm not the best one to, to answer that question either, um, I, but I can tell you through countless times where I didn't have balance and it didn't work out in my favor. Um, the current circumstance that I'm in now is a direct reflection of, of me not having balance in my life and concentrating on one or two things a little bit more than I should have. Um, so the key to it is is, is is being obsessed momentarily, meaning that there needs to be moments where you're obsessed with what you're doing, but for short bursts. I, I, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, so if, if you're going to dedicate, let's say, uh, you you got a career going on and you got to work eight hours a day, um, but then you also have a business that you're working on or you're trying to build. Um, I would tell you that, you know, you got eight hours, that's what pays the bills. But I would dedicate so many hours, if, if it's just an hour, or maybe two dedicated to my business, and that would be it. And, you know, I would, so those, I would dedicate that time and be consistent and do two hours, two hours, two hours, two, two hours, dedicate two hours of my time each day to my business because I know I got a full-time job that I got to work. And and then I will put those two efforts, but those two hours that I put that effort in, I'm hitting the ground running. I'm doing everything I possibly can do within that time that I've allotted. It don't have to be two hours. It'll be whatever time you have, four hours. That's your business, um, literally. So you have to allocate time. And that's the key to it is actually allocating time, knowing you know, if you're on this call and you don't know how many minutes are in a day, if you don't know how many seconds is in a day, you need to Google it, find out, and say, am I adequately breaking my time up? You know, most people don't break their time up down to minutes, but, you know, you know that you're doing eight hours. You find yourself sitting there mindlessly looking at TV where you could be accomplishing something. Well, if I take three hours looking at TV, I can take three hours to look at an opportunity that could possibly work me off my job. You know what I'm saying? Unless my job is absolutely what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Some people, their, their purpose 
do what they do, and that's okay. We're not we're just not trying to delineate anything. But what I'm I'm saying is that you gotta have that balance. So you gotta allocate different times for what you're gonna do. Because if you don't do that, you're you're setting yourself up for failure. Um so I'm I'm speaking from my point of view on what I've experienced um through multiple times of me not having the balance. So I can't tell you what it is. I can tell you from now, for, for the couple of weeks to now, I'm starting to have balance, how it's making a significant difference. But beforehand, I can honestly tell you that um, I did not have balance. So I can tell you that, I can tell you all the, the negative, the negativity that comes behind it, but I can't necessarily tell you exactly how to, other than what I've recently been doing. Now, uh, I hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. You gave very much clarity on that, too. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Um, Yes, I do. Basically, um, well, this is conceivable. You all know who it is. Um, Basically, versus my professional life versus the spiritual life. That actually play on sex versus, like, okay, if I actually have an event, and I have to speak, and also at the same time doing the business, I do that actually working the hand. Okay. Um, that one, I, I, I would tell you, um, I talked a little bit about that last week's show, um, and part of that balance, and I, I think another person that's really real good at this would be um, – Dr. Dr. Reynolds. I mean, he talked a lot about that too because, uh, uh, and he's just coming out with his show real soon, and we're going to be promoting that. But what he talks about is uh, transformational, and, and talks about you know the career, the spirituality, the finances, you know, um, business aspect of things, and, and, and that's that's what he's a subject matter expert on. So we're definitely going to be bringing him on to talk a lot about that. Um, but you got to have a balance, and I mean. Uh, Spirituality is one of the things that um, I, I must admit and raise my hand and say, hey, I'm guilty of you know, when times are good, you know, we oftentimes, I know I have it, you know, you get so busy and bogged down, you're too busy to wake up on Sunday to go to church or you're too busy to volunteer your time because um, you're just too tired, you know, and you got you got to get out of that mode because, you know, that doesn't equate to good balance in your life. I mean, you got to be spiritual. you got to give you got to give time to your to what you believe in and whatever your faith may be. And here, thinking forward and also entertainment to remember, uh, Inc., we respect all religious backgrounds and beliefs, but whatever that is that you believe in, you have to give time to it. Um, that gives you balance. And sometimes you just need that, that, that push me up. Not always sitting on a, a you know, a, a hump day motivational call may not do it for you. You might need to, to, to go somewhere more spiritual, where they're talking about God and they're talking about the connection with you. You may be going through something where you need that spiritual connection that that I may not be able to to give you on a on a you know ninety minute uh, radio show. So that all has everything to do with them. I have a lot of people that because of the time that we have our show that they're not able to to listen in because they they're having their spiritual portion. They gotta be. They do their spiritual stuff on Wednesday night, and they listen to the replay and they get back with me. But I respect that. I understand because they have to have balance. 
you can't, you know what I'm saying, you, you, I, could, I couldn't ask any more of them. Like, that's half the day of your life. Hey, you know, I'm not able to go on Sunday, but my only spiritual spiritual uh, feeding that I get is on Wednesday. So I'll, get, I'll listen to the show later on. Um, and like I said, we don't do the show for any, you know, monetary value other than to, to give to the people and to uplift them, to take them, take their lives to, to the next level. So, I mean, that's my point of view. Uh, Manson, do you, do you have a point of view on this? Um, um, no, no, I don't, I do not think I do. Like I said, when it comes to, you know, the balancing and things out, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to leave that up to you, Randy, because I am still learning <laughs> this all, I am still learning this all myself. That is the current situation that is going on in the relationship I got, you know, so, <laughs> hey, I'm listening for advice on oh, this oh. one too. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell that one like this, look. You got to give time. One of the things that I do is I go downtown and I volunteer at soup kitchen. I'm not saying that to impress you, but to press upon you the importance of I hate when someone says, oh, I'm busy or, or I've been working all week. Man, take some time out to give back. Just when you think you're in a bad situation, there's always someone under the worst, worst situation than you. And you'd be surprised and seriously how that will make you feel supporting someone else. And it doesn't matter what situation you're in, good or bad. I, you know, my situation that, that, that I've talked about, going through all that, I'm still giving back, you know what I'm saying, because it's it just now it, it's a part of me. And and I and even where I'm at, I'm like, dude, I am straight. I am great. I'm in a great situation compared to a lot of people. I'm wonderful. I'm on cloud nine. I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a position where I have to, I'm going to the position of volunteer to help someone else that, I'm not looking down at them. The only time to look down at someone is to help them up. I'm not there to judge. I don't know what this person went through, what they're currently going through. All that I can do is try to give them a word of positivity, of, of inspiration, of hope, give them a hope feeding. So when they come see me, I'm just trying to give hope because sometimes that's the ingredient that people need. You know, give people some hope. That's how you can so balance in your life is by giving other people hope and inspiration. To know that, dude, like, whatever you're going through right now may be uh, 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 the size of a mustard seed in comparison to someone else. Now, you may not see it that way, but I'm telling you through all the stuff that I've been through in the last month, I'm telling you, looking at other people's circumstances, I am blessed beyond measure. And you are, too. If you listen to this, you, you are blessed. There are people out there, pain and suffering at an all-time high. If you want to add balance to your life, start giving back to people. See the look on their face when you talk to them. Let them know that someone actually cares. It does something for your spirit. It does something for your soul that will forever change you. I'm going to tell everybody, every, every, every one of my friends, if you're a friend of mine or we've ever talked, I've at least one time extended the invitation to you to come down to the kitchen on a Saturday to work with me to do what I do. And I'm the type of person I asked you one time, and I make a big deal out of it when I ask you. I tell you how important it is. But if you never show up, I promise I won't bug But I've never, no one can come on this show that knows me personally and said I'll bug them about something to this. So I guarantee you this, Brandon's going to be there. And, man, so I, I've invited you one I've invited you one time at a big thing about it. And that's it. Y'all have oh, yeah, yeah. you about it since then. Yeah, but um, but remember, I did actually come down there one day. I just got lost, 
And then that was actually um the one day that you didn't um that um actually you didn't um come that day. But that was I remember that day because I was stuck in front of um I think it was like the state capitol, like the building with the gold top, and I was lost. I was like my GPS could um no my GPS kept telling me it was there. Oh, it's next street up. It's next street over. That's why that's why you front of the Presbyterian Church. Exactly, and I was just like, homeless, "This is not it." Yeah, oh. it, 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 you know, that's where that's where all the homeless people sleep, right there on the lawn of the Presbyterian Church, right there in front of the state capitol. Believe that, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's where I was at, in front of the state capitol, and that's when I called you and you said that you was out of town. I'm like, "Yo, why is my GPS saying that the state capitol is where is that?" I was like, "Well, maybe it's in, maybe they do this out of the back of the building or something." I drove around for a little bit. And I was like, "Oh man, well, well, you tried, you know, you can't, you can't break yourself down." <laughs> so, but I'm saying, yeah. everyone that's on the, on this call right now, if you're in the Atlanta area, Immaculate Conception Catholic Church, every Saturday morning, rain, snow, sleep. We have, and it's the oldest soup kitchen in Atlanta. Um, you know, go out there, volunteer. Um, if it's just an hour of your time, I'm telling you, it puts you in a different place, state of being. So that's something that you can do to add value and balance to your life. Uh, that, that, that's from Motivational King. So that's something that I do and, and pride myself on, and I'm pretty consistent and persistent at it. Um, unless I'm doing something else, I'm out of town or I got to be somewhere. still bothers me because I know I'm like, this, I'm like, this will be the day that I'm supposed to talk to someone that can save their life. Sometimes you're out there, you see people, you know, for months and months, they all of a sudden disappear. You don't know if they're in jail. You know, you don't know if they're, you know, in the hospital somewhere. You don't know if they move. So, you know, it always is always intriguing, I, I would say that. So it, it's, it's something that I would tell you it, it's an experience that I think we all need to give us a, a good wake-up call. Um, so, that I mean, that's my two cents. You know, like my brother says, keep change. So I would... uh. We got about 14 minutes left, so I want to go into one more, one more, and what it is, it says, do not seek the advice of someone who is not at your current level or above. Do not seek the advice of someone you don't want to trade places with. What do you think about that, man? Wait, wait, now say that now say that part again so I can make sure I understood it. Do not seek the advice of someone who is not at your level or above. Do not seek the advice of someone you don't want to trade places with. What do you think about that? Well, I well, I feel like that's totally right. You know, it's just like, I mean, you know, it's all about um, the people that you hang around. That's exactly what it comes to. If you're hanging around, you know, people that make, you know, a couple of thousand dollars a month, then then you're losing. You know, whatever it is that you make, you you got to be hanging around people that's above that. If you make $2,000 a month, you need to be hanging out with people that make $10,000 a month. You make 10000 a month, you need to be hanging around with people that make forty, fifty thousand 50000 a month. You got, you know, basically, you can't take no advice or learn from somebody that is not at your level or is not progressing like you are. You know, simple as that, because it's not really too much 
that they can teach you. If you're going to learn from somebody, if you're going to take advice from somebody, take advice from somebody that is higher than you in what you're trying to do, you know. And once you do that, I mean, you know, you have no choice but to go up. But you can't take advice from somebody that's under you because, I mean, where is that going to take you? It's going to take you down. It's going to take you under. You know, that's just, you know, my view of the thing. Exactly. I mean, that's that's what I kind of want to end it with. Is you know, I think that we we got to be cognitive of, of who we're seeking seeking advice from people that we don't want to to be like, and that comes a part of that. You know, coming back again with that with that association plays a, a vital part in, in in what we do and how we do things and how we recognize things. Because uh, if you're not around the right people that seeking. Um, to improve themselves or to do better, you know what I'm saying? How how are you going to, what's your measuring stick? You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you want to be around hey, hey, people Brandon. that's on your level. What's up? Brandon, I didn't mean to cut you off there, you know, but it's just one thing that I got to say, you know, to a lot of people out there. A lot of people out there, if you hanging around negative people, and I mean, this can be your immediate friends or whatever you know, and you could be thinking to yourself, well, you know, they ghetto or they not doing anything or whatever, but I'm fine because I'm on another level than them or I'm educated, so I'm on another level than them. Do not get the impression because you may be more a little educated, more, a little bit more educated than your surroundings or whatever, than the negative people that you hang around, that that makes you any different. Because regardless of what, if you were hanging around those type of people, even if you're educated or even if you make a little bit more money than them, it doesn't matter. Eventually, you will become one of them. You don't even know it. You don't even know when you're going to become one of them. But eventually, you will become one of them. And on top of that, if you're the person in the group that makes the most money, if you're the person in the group that's the most educated, then you are the biggest fool. You know, because the people, because you cannot learn anything from the people that you're hanging around, except what not to do in life. But there's not too much that you can learn from it. You know, that's just a little one part I wanted to get off, because at one point in life, I was that person. You know, the friends that I grew up with and everything, I was more educated. I, I was, oh, I mean, I always did have a job. I was always making money. But eventually, down the line, I had to realize you keep hanging around them, you eventually will become no different than them. And that's when I totally made a change from the friends that I grew up with my entire life to the friends that I met in college. But that was a little point I wanted to make. That's all. Man, I understand that completely, man. It's like this. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you, you're, the king, you're the king being, you better find yourself another circle. Um, you can't be the, because you, you, you need to be, I mean, you got to accept uncom being uncomfortable. You know, every, in society, we want to get a comfortable bed, we want to get a comfortable couch, we want to get everything comfortable so we can just sit on our butt, you know, about stuff, you want to be comfortable. But understand if you expect to grow, you got to be uncomfortable. That's the difference. If you're comfortable, well, I got a job and I'm, and I'm making just enough money to get by, and you're comfortable with that, something's wrong with you. And that's just my that's my personal opinion. I know people just agree with me on that, but that's my personal opinion. I I just can't get content with that um, because I was content with that for so many years, and I saw how far that got with a with a with a whole career. The only thing I got the the the, the call for the bad back, bad knees, and PTSD. 
So, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta you gotta make sure that things are, are, are lining up. There gotta be a, a sum total of your conclusion which you see for yourself. So uh, uh, surrounding yourself on like minded people that want the same thing out of life, you know, makes the difference. You know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Something gotta change in order for something to change. And it starts within you. It has to start with you first. You know, I can't change, you know, so-and-so over there, but I can change me and how I interact with them. If so-and-so doesn't believe in me, well, guess what? They may not believe in me, but they're, they're over there in the corner. If they're not supporting me, they're over there because at the end of the day, I need to be around people that are trying to support what I'm trying to do. Why? Because my purpose and what I'm doing is bigger than myself. This is not about branding. This, this show, Start Thinking Forward, Inc., is not about me. I'm just an instrument in the midst of it, just like you're an instrument in the midst of entertainment to remember. You're just an instrument, but how many lives are you going to impact and how many lives are you going to change in the midst of that? That's what matters the most. To me, to me you know, my personal opinion is that is what matters the most. So final words from you, Mr. Manson, and then I'm going to close it out. What are some final closing words you got for the people? Man, my final quote. Before we we do that, also, too, um, this is your time. Um, If you have a question, please press 1. We got approximately seven minutes before termination of the show. So it's your time now to speak your mind or forever hold your peace. You got something to say, please press 1, and then after... uh, Mr. Manson here, finish up his uh, closing remarks. We'll let you on, ask your questions, and then uh, we'll close the show out. So if you got any questions, please press 1, or if you got any comments, uh, please press 1 to let us know and bring you on. Manson. Uh, yeah, well, yo, my closing words to everybody is, you know, um, just do what's going to make you happy. Just make your main objective every day is doing what makes you happy, you know, focus on being happy. And that does not mean, you know, doing the things that make you happy as far as, you know, going shopping every day or hanging out or watching TV. Truly work on the things that make you happy. Make it, make that your main focus and you will have no choice but to go higher, you know. But on the business side of it, my name is Manson John Miller, DJ Mason Live. You can check me out, entertainmenttoremember.com. Call me for your weddings, your house parties, your family reunions, your barbecue. We cater to all. We don't dis- discriminate nobody. We um, cater to every genre of music. Always come professional. Always come in clean. I'm the only DJ you're going to find that comes inside of a three-piece suit, okay? <laughs> but... Entertainment to remember dot com. Just remember that website. Go ahead, check it out. You can call me at seven seven zero nine one two eight six one three. Again, seven seven zero nine one two eight six one three. We got graduations coming up. Your sons and your daughters are graduating. Throw them a party. DJ makes it live. We'll make it a reality for you. And that's my closing word. Woo! All right, we got one caller. Last four or three one nine one. Caller, you are live on the radio. What's up, man? How y'all guys doing, man? We're doing hey, great, fantastic, and wonderful. Yeah. What's up? You know, I love the show. I guess that's just normal. You can't help but love the show. If you don't, something wrong with you. You need to get off the drugs. But, um, 
I wanted to kind of say, put a note in there, that sometimes some of the best advice has been given by an underdog. I'm, I'm not going to just speak for myself. I'm going to say that, you know, especially like in business, some of the best ideas were given by somebody who was not on that class, who was not of rank, who was not of of, of a certain stature. So, I mean, I, I, it's almost hard for me to say that it, all advice should be taken just from someone above because sometimes some of the best advice came from somebody that was just sitting right underneath your nose and you would have never even known it. Or, you know, but only because he sees he or she sees it from a different perspective. Now that, that, that is that, so, that is so true. That is, I, I agree I, with that. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. that definitely. Hey, real talk for real people, you know, that, 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 that's real. That's real. Exactly. Yeah, and that's things that you need to hear right there. You know, and you are totally right because when I first started DJing in college, I had no idea what to come up with my own company name was. Oh, no, to come up with the um, slogan. I had a company name, and I couldn't find the slogan out for months. And my roommate that has nothing to do with music, DJing, or anything was actually the person that created my slogan. It was, um, you know, the company name was Black World DJs. Black World, um, Black World DJs, where we bring the noise. You know, it told me how to spell it and everything, and he just seen me contemplating in the living room and just hit me with the idea. And I went with the slogan for maybe about about seven years. You know, so absolutely, you know, you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I totally agree. In life, you, you should, since you're always striving forward, the people ahead of you should be ahead of you. <laughs> but at the same time, I just I, I wanted to make that note before when you were saying, I was like, gosh, you just, I can't say every single person, but God bless both of y'all, man. Uh, I'll keep you in mind with some entertainment, you know, with, uh, with the uh, DJ. So uh, oh, Thank you. I appreciate that, it. That being said, man, uh, uh, like I said, later on, I'll talk to you later. All, All right. right. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. All right, we got another caller, last four. Six seven two two caller, you are now live on the radio. Hi, I can't talk loud right now, but I'll just um wanted to say I agree with what you said about the advice. Um, basically, you know, some people can give you advice on, you know, how not to live the life that they're living, uh, how not to work paycheck to paycheck, and you know, go after your dreams. So I was saying I disagree when you said if they're not above your level. That's all I wanted to say. I agree. I agree with what he just said. I understand that. Yeah, we we definitely understand that. I mean, this is this this platform is, is for the people and you gotta realize something. We're all growing, we're all learning. And what I said earlier, I said at or above your level. And that's true that there's people that I mean Let's be honest. The guy that, that, that I said, a 62 year old gentleman, between he he spent uh, between 19, I want to say, whew, I'm trying to remember the exact date. But long story short, within the last 20 to 30 years of his life, he spent a total of that time one one year and nine months being a free a free man. So. That was some good advice that he he gave me. He wasn't at my level or above my level, so I got I, I got to agree with you and say that 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 is so true. Um, and that's something that uh, I just that came to realization that yeah. So I appreciate both of you guys' comments because you know 
it, this is a learning platform. So I came to, you know, just now came to the new realization that that's, that's true. You know, you never, you never, never know where you can learn something from. So you have to be open, um, but you also have to be mindful. Not every advice or everyone's opinion of you needs to become your reality. Um, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, understand that you may be going through a hard time, you may be going through a difficult time, but you got to keep on going. You have to start somewhere. Remember, you do not have to be, you do not have to be great to start. You don't even have to be good to start. But you got to start in order to be good, in order to be great. That is that is that is the bottom line. You have to start where you're at in order to get to the new place or new position that you want to get to in life. There's going to be barriers. There's going to be setbacks. So I understand it's all going to be successes. You're going to be over. You're going to overcome a lot of different things. But you just have to have your mind open to the possibilities to know that if you keep fighting, that you're going to win. When life hits you the hardest, you still got to keep getting up. You got to keep on fighting. You, can't, you cannot give up. You got to be relentless in this pursuit of happiness, this pursuit of your purpose, this pursuit of your dreams. If you really want to, if you really want to have it, you got to decide. Someone just told me the other day, you know what? I really just don't know what it is I'm supposed to do. And Manson, you mentioned it earlier. Find out what it is that makes you happy that you love doing, you know, it's not it's not in everybody's repertoire to be uh, a DJ. It's not in everybody's repertoire to be an author or a speaker. What is it for you? What is it that makes you happy? It can be a realtor. It can be a business. It can be a banker. It can be whatever. But is it is it what makes you happy out of life? No one can tell you what makes you happy. You know, no one can set the limits for you. The only person that can do that for you is you. It gotta come from within, and that's what I talk about in becoming who you should be, despite who you are today. Is that you got to have it within. Stop searching distant lands. You don't have to go to Africa to find the gold and the diamond mines. The gold and the diamonds are within you. What's his name? Uh, Damien says on a previous show. He said he talked about the coal coming to a diamond. That, that you got to be under pressure, constant pressure in that dominant form. So think about that. Think about the difference in that. You know what I'm saying? So just come to that realization in life that you're going to win. Just know that you're going to win, that it's possible. It's possible for you to win. But what are you willing to do to take the next level? What are you willing to do to stay in the game one more day? Just a little bit. That's all it takes, just a little bit. And that's, that's one of my keynotes, just a little bit more. What are you willing to do just a little bit more? Are you willing just to go to one more meeting? Are you willing to go to the next event? Are you willing to talk to one more person? What are you willing to do just a little bit more that's going to transform and transcend your life to the next level? This is the Motivational King. Don't believe me? Just keep watching. Some of you right now, you want to be, you know what I'm saying, you want to go to the next level. I want a counsel. You know, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a doctor. Listen to me. You can't get to that level. You can't get to the level economically where you want to be until you start investing in your mind. You're not reading books. I'm challenging y'all to go to conferences. I dare you to invest time. I dare you to be alone. I dare you to spend an hour getting to know yourself. When you become who you are, 
When you become the person that you were created to be, designed to be who you were designed to be, when you become an individual, what you do is you take yourself and you start separating yourself from other people. I'm telling you to get to a place where people don't like you and don't even bother you no more. Why? Because you're not concerned with trying to make them happy because you're trying to grow You're trying to get to the next step. I need you to invest in your mind. Invest in your mind. from the motivational king himself. Check this out, guys. I know you may be going through a difficult time right now, but I'm here to tell you there's a way if you know your why. You got to understand that. I say that again. There is a way if you know your why. Today, as we listen to this call tonight, the hump day motivational call, there's someone that came home to a dark house. The electricity got cut off. Today, someone came home and found all their furniture outside. They got evicted. They can't, don't have anywhere to stay, and it's cold tonight. There are people right now that just found out that they have a terminal illness, and they don't know where to look. They don't know where they can find hope and inspiration, but let me tell you something today. For those, I don't know who this message may reach, but I'm telling you that it is possible for you to get to this situation, that you have to be an inspiration. You have to be a hope keeper. You got to be a dream chaser. You got you got to be a limitless person. You got to keep persevering. You got to keep on pushing when no one else is pushing you. You got to believe in yourself more than anyone will ever believe in you. There is a way if you know your why. Understand it's going to be hard times, but you got to keep on fighting no matter what, no matter how many times life knocks you down, you got to get on up. Let me tell you something, just keep on pushing no matter who's in your corner, you got to keep on fighting. Life is about territory and every time you decide that you want to give up or you're going to stop fighting is when destruction takes over. This is the Motivational King. I love you. How you doing, everybody out there? This is DJ Mason Live, and this is Entertainment to Remember. When no event is too small, we cater to all. We professionalizing weddings, graduations, corporate functions, school events, family reunions, and many more. Entertainment to Remember is your premier DJ service located right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Make your next event your best event by going to entertainmenttoremember.com or calling 770-912-8613. Again, 770-912-8613 or visit entertainmenttoremember.com. Thank you for your time and now listen to the motivational speaking of my friend and yours, Brandon Draper. <laughs> 